everybody, and welcome to Over the Hump, your podcast that aims to provide you with a dose of midweek motivation to finish your week off strong. I'm your host, Christopher Morgan. Please feel free to call me Chris, and this is episode number three, SOS Friendship. So, as usual, I'd like to kick things off by thanking everybody in the community for tuning in again to yet another episode. For those of you that had missed the last episode, I suggest that you go check it out. We discussed the elements of friendship and then engaged in an activity to help us understand how to take those elements of friendship and apply it where it really counts, where the journey begins, within ourselves, within us. So definitely check that out. Uh, Today we're going to be expanding upon the idea of friendship, but this time actually talking about the friends within our network and how to really use that when times get tough. So I I do want to kick off the conversation by um, talking about this. I believe that every journey to achieve any of the objectives that you've laid out for yourself, now whether those goals be lofty or moderate in your opinion, That journey, it starts from within. So if you are having a difficult time or you're looking back at your life and you're you're seeing that you're constantly tapping out before you get to the end or you have a really hard time even getting started, there is no shame at just taking the time to reflect and thinking about yourself and what are those things within yourself that you need to workshop or do or even just think about or explore to help you get there. Because the reality is that any great achievement kind of starts at an individual level. But with that said, I truly believe that there is no individual that is self-made. That's just human nature. As humans, we're, we're hardwired to reflect things in our environment um, when it comes to people. So, you know, in a sense, you, you are a product of your environment. You are a product of the people within your environment. And I think it's important to recognize that um, because it is something, especially within your adulthood, that you have to kind of dig into and and also explore. And then you also have to make some decisions. You know, and I'll tell you, especially for me as of recent, um, I would have not been able to make it through some really tough times Um, or some times where I was a little bit lost without the, the love and guidance of family and friends, most definitely. There is nothing more powerful than if you have um, a group of friends within your network that is loving and caring and positive and also successful, those things will naturally rub off on you. And, and this is a podcast about motivation and continuing to be able to get to the end when times get tough, because that does happen to everybody. And it is so important to have those people around you in your life because they will give you the energy that you need and the encouragement and confidence that you need to keep on going. So yes, there is going to be another activity uh, around this. Um, The activity is going to be a little bit different. Uh, But before we get to the activity, what I'd like to do is I would like to actually just share with you a personal story because, I mean, it's episode three is about time, right? Um... Yeah, I'll tell you, it's one of those things, man. Anybody that says that life is easy, they lying. It ain't. It's not. 100% not. You know, there's there's tons of ups and downs and there's things to explore. And, you know, one of the dangers 
um, or I shouldn't call it a danger, but one of the things that can happen in life as you're getting older and, you know, you start off in your childhood and, you know, people, it's the responsibility of your parents to feed you information, to mold you into a certain something. And then naturally, as you get older, you start learning elements of what's right and wrong, um, whether that be legal or illegal, or whether those just be social cues from your environment. Um, and that can be something that's extremely helpful. Uh, but it's one of those things where if you're not constantly moderating that at a certain point, you can get lost in it and you begin to lose yourself. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, I would consider myself fairly successful within the realm of what I do. I love what I do now. You know, there was a point where I had no idea what I was doing. And to be honest, some of it, I was lucky because I fell into it by accident. Um, but obviously, as I was starting out in in retail, I was I was climbing the ranks and I made it to the corporate office and I and I got to a position and I was I was fighting and fighting. And it was so interesting because there was so much of there was so much of my career that I would say was kind of forged in a trial by fire. I was very much motivated by negativity, which I know sounds weird, but if anybody ever said to me I couldn't do it, I would just latch on to that thing that they said I couldn't do and I would go for it. Because who are you to tell me that? You can't define me. You're not the boss of me. Um, and I was just doing things. I was just executing. I was just pushing and pushing. And I eventually got to a place where I was completely burnt out. Completely burnt out. Um, and it was a scary time for me and I had to kind of separate myself from work a little bit. And, and it was so interesting because I was pushing so hard at work and I would give my all at work. Once I actually stepped away from work, I started to realize that, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily just work. That was the problem. It was way greater, you know, at work, I really didn't feel that I was kind of, working towards something on my own terms and a career that I really wanted, I realized that was the case just in my life, period. You know, I just, I, I woke up one day and I was like, man, I don't know what almost anything is. You know, I started to look at various things in my life and, you know, my, my, my immediate network, my career, you know, some of my relationships, you know, my family has always been solid. Like, my God, thank God that I've always had them to kind of, you know, give me love and support and have some great conversations there. But outside of that, I had to redefine what all of those things were for me, which I think is important because so many things that we talk about, you know, there are dictionary definitions of friendship and love and relationship and community and all of that stuff. But I think it's important uh, because these are abstract concepts that you truly have a real grasp and sense of what those things are for you, because then you know how to give to them but then you also know how to use those things to, to be productive in your life. Um, and it was a wild ride. Like it was a wild ride. And, you know, it's one of those things where I wouldn't necessarily label myself as overly destructive. I'm, I'm a little bit more conservative than that. I would say I'm productively constructive. When I say I removed myself from work, you know, for the most part, I was still working. You know, I had started up consulting and whatnot as well too, on a part-time basis. Um, but, 
I was still trying to figure some of those things out and it was it was wild. I did have to remove myself from some of those things and I got to a point where I was just so lost and just feeling alone and I was looking at, you know, my friendship group and I was just like, man, I don't even know if I like some of these people or if they like me. Like, what are we doing? Literally, we were just going through our lives, going through the motions and doing things out of habit. Which, which, if used properly in life, can be very healthy, but I feel like in this case, it, it wasn't very healthy. And I remember um, I'd, I'd reached a real low point, and anybody that knows me um, have, probably hasn't seen me cry. I mean, it's very, very rare that people tend to see me get emotional. I just have to be really touched by something, and it's just not how I'm wired. I don't typically emote in that way. Um so if you ever see a tear come out of this eye, it's because I was deeply touched by something. So I remember I had gone to go see some friends in Vancouver. And it's this wonderful couple, husband and wife. And, you know, they've been great friends to me. And they have also kind of, in a sense, been spiritual guides for me as well, too. They're just absolutely fantastic. And I remember, you know, they invited me out and we went to go um, eat yeah, we went for coffee and it was one of the few times where I just poured my heart out, which was rare for me because within my realm, again, being a consultant and, you know, coming from a management background, it's it's rare or I guess at that point in my life, I, I hadn't taken the opportunity to really just reach out and be vulnerable and tell the entire story of what I'm going through. I always saw it as essential for me to kind of keep my posture and play the strong one. I was definitely not in a position where I was strong. And I think the first thing that was very important for me is that I was able to be weak in front of them, uh, which again is a very rare occurrence for me. So, you know, we, we were having this conversation. I was just talking about all of these things that were going through my head and things that I thought I knew that I didn't. And now I'm, I'm just reevaluating everything. And then at, at one moment, I literally just started to break down and cry. And that's where I knew at that stage of my life, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm actually broken. And I didn't even know it because I didn't allow myself to go there. Um, and it was important. I actually needed to be broken when I look back in retrospect, because I had it to, I had to start rebuilding my life, professional and personal and being the architect of that myself right? And not feeling like everything that I was doing was being dictated by everything that was around me. But that conversation was so important because I remember looking down and I was, you know, essentially my version of bawling my eyes out, which isn't too dramatic. Um, I'm sure there was a couple heaves in there. And then I remember looking up and, you know, one person grabbed my hand and I looked up at the other person and they were pretty much crying with me and they were just so hurt to see me hurt. And all they did was just sit and listen, you know, and then they asked, what can we do for you? And I honestly didn't know, you know, and I was just like, I don't even know, like, what do you got? Where do I start? And they gave me some good tips and some good advice. So I started um, applying some of the things that they told me. And I think what was important and the reason why I shared that is because that was a point where my objective 
at that point in my life was to carve out a new life for myself. So something on a personal level for me that was very lofty um, and I didn't really know the direction, but I know that I needed something different and I needed to act and live in a different way from how I was living. And I didn't necessarily know how to do that and I got lost. And to have two people in front of me there essentially to hold me, tell me that it was okay, love me regardless of the state that I was in and feeling weak, that changed everything for me. That one interaction changed my life, you know? And that is what friendship can do. And it's so important. I mean, there's so many things that I could say about that moment, you know, because for a time that I was lost, I think that moment for me spoke to what a friendship can and should be and finally gave me a definition that was mine because I was able to take that moment and say, this is what friendship is. And anything that is not this for me is not friendship not in the way that I choose to see it. Super powerful, changed my life. And I mean, I can't tell them enough and I hope that they're listening. Uh, love you guys. I know we've talked about it before, but you know, this will be a story that I will tell forever, ever, because again, it changed me, you know? So now I want to step outside of myself and I want to you now throw it out to the community, having a good, positive, loving, caring friendship can change things you know in your life honestly you can get to a place very easily just with how complicated things are and then you know even nowadays there's there are all of these elements of things that are even more difficult you know for those of you that are parents you're having to not only work but also take care of your children at home so now any of the elements where you used to be able to have the luxury of burning out at home imagine burning out having work from home burnout that would be the worst it's like you're a prisoner in your home your own home there's no escape that'd be really tough um you know and yeah don't be afraid to reach out to the friends within your network that that you know are there and that love you because they will make the difference for you at work and at life and when you're feeling lost or when you're just feeling like the like the well is empty they will replenish that for you if you reach out so i wanted to offer a couple tips and then we'll jump into the activity when you know and i'm hoping that everybody out there has some really great friends uh, but i think there's a couple things um, that make a good friendship relationship um and one of those things is communication and i would encourage everybody to not be afraid to reach out to their good friends uh, because they will love you regardless of the state that you're in and again they will they will feed you that motivation that you need if that's if that's what you need so um communicate okay and when I say communicate, I mean be specific with your communication. You know, I've, in some of these conversations that I've been having with people, you know, we talk about how sometimes they're not getting what they want out of, you know, X or Y relationship. And that always, that always goes back to communication and you have to be specific about your needs. You know, I, it's one of those things also being a consultant and having the friendship group that I have as well too, um, where I'm so fortunate to have them, you know, sometimes you'd find that people might be quick to lecture you. And sometimes you don't need that, right? Sometimes you don't need the lecture. Sometimes you don't need the quote unquote development. All you need is just to be heard. 
know, but you have to be specific about that. Otherwise you won't get what you need. So within your friendship group, once you're communicating, you definitely want to be specific about the needs. So if you're having a problem and you're not looking for the solution, because you kind of already have the solution, but you just need to vent and you just need to get it out there. Don't be shy to start the conversation with that and say, hey, look, you know, I'm calling you because I'm kind of having a rough one and I just need to talk some things through to another person. A friend will be there for you and will listen. And just that act will automatically either give you an answer if you don't have it or completely just change your energy levels just by the fact knowing that there's someone there on the other line, whether that be a, a Zoom call or, you know, if you have the luxury of having a roommate and you live in the same place, you know, they can, they can be that person. They can be that buffer for you. You know, the other tip that I want to have that I have as well, too, is um, oh, I've been having a lot of conversations about, about this as well, too, and where I feel like it is, the individual is important um, the community, I believe, and your friends are just as important. And I feel like nowadays there have been so many, there's been a real, a real movement towards, hey, look, so here's the deal. You are the most important person in your life, which is true, you know, to a degree. So you're the most important person in your life. And, you know, anybody that's, you know, taking away energy or, or anybody that's having a negative impact, you know, you gotta, you gotta move past that. You gotta let them go, you know, and there is some truth to that, but it's not the whole truth because the reality is with friendship, everybody, everybody at one point has had, has had some kind of downfall or has needed help. And if we in society are going to get to a place where we just walk away from people that need help, um, we aren't allowing them to take advantage of the most powerful thing that a community can offer. And that is the power of healing through love. So just, you know, before you take that decision, just make sure that you've thought about it and that there's been a pattern of this person just constantly taking away your energy because that's an extreme. And I believe in those extreme cases, you do have to walk away from those people. And honestly, I have done that, you know, so I, I want to make sure that I'm not being a hypocrite, but I can say from personal experience, from being a person at one time that has just needed help. If my friends at that time just thought, well, you know, Chris is being weak and he's being a baby, you know, we don't need that in our lives right now because that doesn't serve us. I would be in a really scary place. And this is why I'm so grateful to them. All right. So just think about that, you know, so to recap that, make sure you communicate, make sure you're specific in your needs. And the last thing, just to label it, you got to make sure that you're giving back to your friends as well, too. OK, this is a relationship. So there has to be some reciprocal behavior in that, which leads us to the activity. I think especially nowadays where we've had a little bit more time to think um, gratitude is one of those really powerful things that I'm not sure we take advantage of enough. And, you know, I've conducted some activities just on myself where I was thinking about, you know, who are the people that are important to me and what they do for me. And I was, I was writing that down and, and I realized that, <laughs> that I wasn't doing anything with that. And what a shame, what, a, what a shame. Um, because, you know, you vocalizing that and being specific with how someone has impacted you in a positive way can not only change how you feel, but it also changes things for the other person. So here's the activity. I want you to make a list 
of the people in your friendship group that you love, you know, and that have been there for you. So that's step number one. Step number two, I want you to think about what they've done for you and make that specific. Okay. Was there a specific moment in time where they just showed up and they were there and they put their hand on your shoulder and they just got you, they had your back, you know, did they come through? Was it a financial situation? Whatever it was, just think about those things. So once you have your list of people and once you have the wonderful things that they've done for you, what I want you to do is that I want you to reach out to those people and I want you to say, Hey, person X, I absolutely love you. You were there for me. And here's an example of when you were there for me and you're always there for me. And I need you to know that if the situation was reversed or at any time when you need something, I am there for you. And that's how you establish a really strong community and network of friends that is giving to both parties and that will continuously feed. And when you get to a point where it's tough to make it through, you'll be able to reach out, reach out, and they will be able to feed you the motivation that you need to finish whatever it is that you need to do and finish it off strong. Okay? So, everybody, happy Wednesday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Really take the opportunity to reach out and thank your friends and tell them that you love them. And, you know, throw family into that as well, too, because, you know, I, I can also say I wouldn't be in the place that I am today without my family. They were great support, and I absolutely love them. And I've been blessed to be chosen to be a part of that group. So that is fantastic. And um, yeah, don't let don't let the gratitude go to waste. You know, verbalize it, make it specific and reach out and quote unquote touch somebody. I, it was just in my head. I couldn't even walk away from that one. Sorry. Um, so I received some really great feedback from another person just to talk about, um, what's going to be coming up next. So we're going to have a couple really great episodes and this is an, this is, is in no particular order, but we will be talking about, um, how to be productive and work from home. And when you get into a funk, how you get out of that. And it will be one of the first episodes where I'll actually be talking to someone that is an expert of working from home and has been doing this for a very long time before working from home was a thing and has some great tips um, for everybody in the community because I can use some of those as well. We're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. This was another suggestion from the community as well. And I think we've all been there. I know I've definitely been there. And every time I embark on a new journey or even think about a new role or position, you know, the first thing I ask myself is, yeah, should, should this be me? The answer is yes. That's the spoiler alert. Um, but how to deal with that and how to come to terms with that. And I think that's going to be a powerful, powerful, powerful episode as well. And uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot more to come. So again, thank you everybody for joining in. Go get it. You can do it. And we'll talk to you next week. Take care.